Hello, and welcome to Meet the Problem Solvers. I'm Judy Perlman, and tonight we have an interesting uh, conversation, and I hope you're hungry, because we're gonna be talking about food. My guest is Tony Njigwa. He is the founder and guiding light of an organization called Foodies Without Borders. Tony, show them your t-shirt, your, oh, your right sweatshirt there. <laughs> yeah. Tony hails from Kenya. He is a trained chef. He's done a lot of different things, and he has really brought his love of cooking into a whole other space. And I just want to invite you to just lay out for us what it is that you're doing, and then we're going to go back and kind of unpack the problem that 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 got you going. Um, thank you very much, Judy, for having me here in Cambridge. You're um, welcome. And um, um, I'm looking forward to um, let people know what we do. Good. Um, so basically, Food is Without Borders is a nonprofit that is registered right here in Massachusetts, but our projects are in Kenya. I'm originally from Kenya, but I've been here for 20 years. So what Food is Without Borders does, we help young men and women in Kenya, that particular Kenyan coast, the communities um, that are in um, at the Kenyan coast, and we help with um, job training. Through, job training. Yes, mm -hmm. through culinary and, uh, you know, uh, sustainable farming training. So we try and um, um, do our research and give skills to the best way we know uh, through our experience. We give the young men and women experience, um, uh, you know, of culinary and uh, sustainable farming. And the main goal is to have them uh, acquire these skills and are able to join the uh, workforce in Kenya. Right, and you were telling me that um, in Kenya there's always been an unemployment situation that's that's pretty fierce. But on the coast, you were saying it's this incredibly beautiful coast. Yes. And the development there will tell us about what this problem is of this overdevelopment or or you know like exciting development, but the result of it. Yes, so um, as you say, it's a beautiful area, you know, uh, popular with tourists, uh, both domestic and local. But the local people, um, mostly um, underrepresented in, uh, in the workforce mm -hmm. uh, due to lack of proper education. Um, also, there is, um, you know, lack of uh, basic needs, you know, from, you know, sanitation to water, uh, everything costs money, and there's no employment. So, what we're trying to do is um, uh, help, you know, um, training, you know, these um, young men and women who are, you know, basically the future, and kind of veer them off any um, social um, problems that might arise. You know, especially uh, there's a high ramp. You know, it's very rampant with prostitution there. Prostitution. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's huge mm -hmm. in the in, you know in the coast, and just because uh, people have no alternatives sometimes. Yeah. Um, but with that, there's also other social problems that are starting to prop up from uh, drug addiction to um, um, also you know petty crime into organized crime, and that's not good for business. Yeah. And we've partnered with some people who have seen the problem. And um, they want us to support us in our endeavor, and uh, they, they're willing to be uh, partners so that they can right. absorb these young men and women to um, join the workforce. And in some cases, 
the uh, partners who are hotels, they end up hiring them. So Tony went back on a vacation. He saw this haves and have not breakdown yes. and said, got to do something, got to find something inside me yes. that I can do to bring out and give people a ladder up, a pathway forward. And yes. there you were, a chef, and you said, how about culinary skills? How about, and you knew, you knew people in the hotels and you knew that these were going concerns and these were good jobs. Yes, um, it was just natural that, you know, um, the coastal Kenya, you know, there's so many hotels. Mm -hmm. So working as a chef, that's what I did. So I wanted to give back by, you know, uh, sharing my skills mm -hmm. and my connections with these uh, underprivileged young men and women who, in in true essence, you know, it could be me. You know, right. so I wanted just to right. make a difference. So uh, we know that hotel jobs in Kenya are good jobs. Um, but getting them is also difficult, especially without skills. So our way of um, going around, um, you know, not going to culinary school, which is very expensive, right. was to directly bring the skills to the young men and women. And the way we did that, uh, or we're going to do that, is by through volunteers who are chefs out here in the States, in Kenya, who are professionals, mm -hmm. and they give their time, and we put together a 10-day program where we do uh, just a basic uh, uh, cooking um, cooking class for ten days, and then we uh, incorporate those people, uh, those young men and women who have completed the course. They end up joining um, our, our partners. Who are you know? Right now we have two hotels and one restaurant. So wait a second. Let me just get this straight. Yes. You find these young people. They're yes. motivated. Yes. You spend 10 days with them building their skills in culinary arts and culinary skills. You also give them something, and that's a very important piece that we're going to come yes. back to for one second. But I want to talk about your partnerships because that's, that's sort of the key, right, is yes. you walk them in to this hotel or a restaurant and say, I endorse this person. This person has just been educated in my program, and you know me, and you know my program. And then you support them for a while while they kind of try out different places in that. Yes, so we give a time limit of three months. Uh -huh. for, it's almost like an internship. Uh -huh. But in this case, it's mostly um, doing all, all kinds of work in the, in the hotel. We make sure that um, they're actually getting meaningful skills. And three months later, we evaluate um, who made, um, who's employable. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we have had people who just stopped coming. Yeah. So there's setbacks, but yeah. also we've had uh, successes where people stayed, um, you know, those three months and got a job, and some end up even working for themselves. Wow. So, yeah, you're asking about what do we give them? Oh yeah, so right. Yeah, so we we. Um, We've been lucky. We've had donors who give us uh, chef bags, and it, uh, a chef bag has everything you'd you know you'd need as a chef. A chef bag, so yeah. it has knives. knives. What else? Everything it has like knives. graters. Knives, I, graters, um, uh, potato peelers, uh -huh. uh, thermometers, uh -huh. um, butcher knives. Um, okay. You know, um, it so it's not a little bag. It's a no, big it's, bag. No, it's actually a backpack. Backpack. Yeah, it's a backpack. Jammed with tools. Jammed with tools, you know, and um, it's measuring it's, cups. It's measuring cups. Um, you know, you can add on, but uh -huh. it has a standard it comes with, uh -huh. and that enables um, 
the uh, our, our you know the students to uh, have something of value mm -hmm. and something which is literally a tool right that helps them you know some people uh, end up working in different uh, private homes and all they do is show up with their they bag. show up with their bag and they're and, ready to go to work and go to yeah. work so Tony was telling me that chefs are notoriously possessive of their tools. So if someone came in to a yes. big kitchen and had nothing of their own, that could lead yeah, to some stress and strain. Yes, so this is a beautiful tension. thing. You have donors that give you these bags yes. fully stocked. Yes. And do you give them to the students like on day one? No, we give them, it's almost like a, a graduation. Like a graduation in, present, yeah. Present, you know. uh -huh. um, and and it's you know it's very practical because you, you literally can use it everywhere. Yeah. Not only at work, at home. Yeah. I, I travel with my bag everywhere I go, um, and um, you know it's uh, it's something that becomes part of you. Yeah. And um, and it makes the work easier. A, a, a knife sharpener, all kinds everything, of things. Everything. But how do you take it on an airplane? You have to. Check you have to it check it. it. Okay. Check right. it in. <laughs> I've been, me I've, and my butcher knife. We're gonna sit in. Uh, yeah. I've been right. I've been I've been pulled aside and they asked me, you know, what what, what is up with this? <laughs> who, who are you going to fight? You know. Oh. And I'm like, nah, I'm just a chef. You know? I'm a chef. So, I'm a chef. Which always, you know, gets good feedback. Yeah. Like when you tell people you're a chef, they're like, oh, can you cook for me something? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You, yeah. Absolutely. You can't. You can't check in. You can't carry on. You can't carry on no. your chef bag. No. no. Okay. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is Meet the Problem Solvers. Tony Njigwa is here speaking with us about Foodies Without Borders, which is just the coolest name. I mean, really, oh, that's you. just a cool name. Thank you, thank you. Um, and this is an organization that has, that. Uh, Tony saw a problem, and he created really a model that was a solution. And it's important to note that it's early days for you. You're building this nonprofit, you have incorporated, but your model is rolling out and you're learning and stuff like that. So yeah. understanding you don't have a, a vast um, number of people that you can say, and this is exactly what we've done and exactly how it works, but nonetheless, you have a model. Yes. So why don't you talk us through that model a little bit? Yeah, so um, the way we, uh, you know, our nonprofit is mainly um, right, right now it's being driven by volunteers mm -hmm. so we have we happen to have good friends you know people who are interested in what, what we're doing people who are putting in their time um, some money as well and the way we do it is uh, simply as you know as I said earlier is we we try and find um, you know we try to go to Kenya um, during the low season when you know some hotels are closed because there's no tourists. Um, so we try to um, take advantage of those hotels that don't have, you know, which are close to the public, but can be open to us. Oh, oh, school. really? So yeah. you open up a kitchen? Yes, yeah, so we, those are one of our partners. You know? Oh, that's great. And, um, I was gonna ask where you do these yes. classes, now I know. So, and yes, yeah, so we do the classes in, you know, with, depending on the partners, but it's, it's it's hard to retain the partners because things change all the time. Some hotels, um, um, you know, they completely close. You know, some change ownership. I was going to say someone may change yes. ownership and like forget so, that. Yes. Right. Yeah. So eventually, actually, we have property in the coastal area that we want to build our own uh, um, 
demo farm and demo oh, wow. kitchen and wow. have, have students come through. But for now, we do the 10-day pop-up cooking school uh -huh. and give the basic skills, you know, prep, you know, um, knife skills, you know, uh, food prep, um, even business math, you know. And then we already have, you know, um, talked to our partners. And just, just before we come back to the States, we introduce the partners to the students. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, within a week, they start attending the um, uh, scheduled um, inter internship, if you will. And um, after three months, we we keep we keep we keep tabs with you know what's going on, and we provide the student with a stipend, uh -huh. you know, for transportation, um, you know, sometimes food. You wow. know, um, you don't want anybody going hungry. Yeah, even though they're, they're working with food all day, yes. and they are hungry themselves or their families. That's yeah. yeah and that's sometimes, uh, sometimes depending on, um, you know, their personal problems that we can help. We we do help, you know, um, not just by with money, but also, um, you know, just um, listening to them mm -hmm. and trying to solve, you know, these problems together. Yeah. And then three months later, we, you know, I usually go to Kenya twice. Uh huh. So I I, I go back again and we do an evaluation. Of and do you do the evaluation with the part? So the partner yes. is the hotel or the restaurant. Yes. The beneficiary yes. or the, is the student. Yeah, the younger, the, young, the younger person, yes. the person, the person that is the beneficiary that is learning the skills yes. that is becoming more job ready. Yes. So how do you do the evaluation? So the the evaluation is a point system. A that, point system. Yes, okay. The um, you know from attendance to uh, you know skill level. Uh huh. And also you know. Um, just um, um, you know, things that might not seem big, but you know, cleaning less, you know, how, uh -huh. you know um, and um, ability to follow instructions, and that feedback comes from the partners uh -huh. themselves. And we sit down and um, we discuss all three parties: me, the partner, and and um, the beneficiary. The student, yeah. The student. Uh huh. Uh, some students. Um, they get really interested with um, this new um, found, you know, this new skills that just mm -hmm. acquired. That they are able to convince um, uh, investors, you know, for small amounts of money, and they start their own um, little um, eateries by, wow. the, by the beach or by the market. Have you you've really had students yes. come through, learn yes. from you, and go into go this, this internship, yes. and then say, "Actually, I want to work for myself," and they do their own little thing. Wow. Yes, and then, and you know, that's we have two guys who've gone through that route, uh -huh. but most of them want to have a you know more security. Yeah. You know, by being employed, work in a, this big institution. Yeah, 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 having a salary. Yeah. You know, but there's some people who are willing to take the. Um, business risk and, mm -hmm. yeah. and go into business, right. you know. Um, and then from there, we encourage the, the students who have made it to become like, a, you know, supporters, you know, peer, you know, like, you know, to be peers uh, um, for other students who are coming up. Uh -huh. So they are more like role models.
you know, role model, sort of mentors, mentor, answering um, questions, yes. talking them through something weird happened with my boss. What should I do about it? Yes. Wow. And um, we are branching a little bit whereby some of those who have started the business, we are working with them whereby they can have others, you know, a potential, you know, uh, uh, cooks, chefs, mm -hmm. you know, follow them or mm -hmm. shadow them while they do their work. Yeah. And learn from just observing and actually experience. You must, must really get great skills when you're doing everything in a little eatery, but you're doing everything as yes. opposed to just doing one task. Yes. Um, and that's why it, it's, there's so much potential yeah. to um, bring in other more people mm -hmm. and expand, you know, organically. Yeah. You know, uh, all, you need, all, this, all they need is skills and uh, structure and also, um, in some cases, uh, capital. Yeah. And that's yeah. why, again, we are working with a lot of uh, micro lenders. Right. So we talked about that a little yes. bit before this. So um, a, a lot of African nations are sort of allowing or fostering micro lending. Yes, but it's <laughs> it's um, it's a good model. It's you know it has some you know it's been criticized sometimes, but we are working with. Uh, um, people who have a proven uh, record. Can you just explain a little bit to folks who may have heard the ter term micro-lending, but what it actually means? So the way micro-lending works is they, uh, you know, it's usually small loans mm -hmm. for a small business. You know, could be really small loans, could be, could like small $300. Loans. Yeah, sometimes even 50 bucks. 50 bucks, okay. Yes. And the way it works, it's supposed to, um, basically they, the people who are, uh, uh, given the opportunity to get the loan, uh -huh. are usually people who already have a little business going on. So the money is, you know, afforded to them mm -hmm. to expand. To expand, right. With the notion that they'll pay it back. Yep. And they've said that, you know, the data shows that most people do actually pay it back. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we want, for us, we wanted not only just work with the micro lender, but also be hands-on um, together. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, with the business, you know, so the um, when the young, the the youth, um, you know, start their own business, we are actually there with them. Wow! And in some cases, we we invest and become you become one of their uh, investors. One of their wow! Investors, you know, wow. Or, or partners, you know, and uh, we found that's you know that worked better rather than just give somebody the money and just let them do their thing. Uh huh. It, um, some people because uh, you stay more involved more and you're involved. more like report back to me and let's problem solve together is that what and, it is exactly ah that's exactly. great and also yeah. you're the one who kind of usher them in this yeah. industry in the first place right so you you know you probably have a little more to to teach them right but also you learn from them as well. And you have connections. And, yes. That, so you're, all, you're, you're sort of making things happen in all directions. Exactly. Helping them build their skills, helping build collect, uh, connections. But also, I mean, they have to follow through. And also we, we realize that, you know, in some cases when it comes to food, you know, they, you know, there's great success stories from, you know, fishermen who are their peers, mm -hmm. you know, partnering with, you know, you know their peers again who have come through our program. Uh huh. So basically, instead of just being the middleman, you know, you know, uh, or the person who supplies the fish to the 
hotels, mm-hmm. they can directly start cooking their own. Oh, wow. And, and you know, and, and actually, um, you know, create a profitable business, you know. Okay, interesting. And, and, and have, uh, um, you know, some sort of financial freedom and consistency, you know. So, uh, and that solves a lot of problems of, um, you know, many idle people yeah. around, you know, around the beach, um, reduces petty crime. Yeah. And we hope that, you know, um, you know, government entities and, you know, larger nonprofits and people of goodwill can join us. Yeah. And maybe expand it, but definitely we are looking at uh, building the school. Building the school, building the pipeline. Building the pipeline. Yeah. But so now we do have to talk. You've said a couple times something about profitable. Yes. Let's talk about your business model because really the takeaway here yes. is you're doing this, you're essentially volunteering, but it's costly to it go costly. back and forth and to and you bring in chefs. Yes. So there are real costs involved, but you created a nonprofit. Yes. You are t- you're um, incorporated in Massachusetts. Yes. And so one of the things that you do is you raise money in yes. various ways so we raise money here in Massachusetts by doing uh, pop-ups pop-up dinners pop-up dinners yeah and mm-hmm. we bring speakers you know to uh, speak you know uh, during the pop-ups it could be different topics um, for example we're having one pop-up coming up aha uh, let's see wait hold on everybody I'm gonna do this yes this here we the, go yes. chef Kabui pop-up dinner and talk yes and uh, you know, Chef Kabui is a business partner and a mentor. And, and you uh, said he's just a wonderful speaker, too. Yes, a wonderful speaker. So please, if anybody is interested in food and uh, topics about food justice, and he's a food strategist as well. Food strategist. I love it. Yes. So uh, And so there's dinner involved, too? Dinner involved. Uh, is he uh, cooking during the dinner or it's cooked beforehand? Or it's uh, uh, we're cooking beforehand. Uh-huh. And um, uh, it's, uh, you know... Kenyan dinner, you know, authentic. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's going to be at uh, 500 Kendall Street in Cambridge. Okay, wait, I put that, I took that away too fast. 500 Kendall. I say it's Kendall Square, but it's Kendall Street. Kendall Street, okay. In in Cambridge. Uh Uh-huh. And um, um, it's on Saturday from 6 p.m. to, um, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Okay, so it's on Saturday, February 8th. You probably can't see it, but if you want to RSVP and or learn more about uh, Tony yes. and his vision and his organization, and or you want to know about this event, go to foodieswithoutborders.org. Yes, and we are on uh, Facebook as well. They're on Facebook as well. And Instagram. And we're on Facebook as well, too. So yes. let's do this. Let's just wait a second now. What am I trying to do here? I'm um, trying to... Go to the next slide. There we go. Okay. There's our slide. There's the Meet the Problem Solvers slide. Yes. So uh, this is how, i got to tell you, the way we meet cool people like Tony and Jigua is somebody says, hey, you guys got to hear about these people, Foodies Without Borders. They're doing some cool stuff. So please visit our website, meettheproblemsolvers.com, where we have all of our previous episodes are there. Um, for listening and talking and send us an email with your ideas for people like Tony or like whomever that comes to mind, somebody who's seen a problem and facing it. And you can like us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You can find us all of those places.
cool. Yeah, so cool. So yes, uh, I, I was gonna say, you know, you, you asked about the, um, you know, um, the model itself and the expenses. Yeah. So um, we've had uh, people donate, you know, people, um, uh, you know, give. We one thing that we do too as well, we collect uh, kitchenwares from people around Massachusetts. So we've had. Uh, amazing kitchenwares that people, most people have stuff that they don't use right. at home, but you know, brand new or you know, f you know, fairly used. Yeah. So we take that stuff and we ship it to Kenya, uh -huh. and we distribute it to our students. And in some cases, we also, um, you know, the high-end stuff we sell it for profit. Yeah. To to um, to, to uh, which we. Uh, redirect the money again to the project so we uh, so definitely with our students we have no lack of uh, kitchenwares right we so have, you've donated and yeah, yeah. We're, we're constantly getting donations sometimes we have to take a break a pause uh -huh. just because um, it's, it's, it's a lot here and you know it's needed um, back in you know in Kenya especially our beneficiaries mm -hmm. because that helps with um, um, the, you know um, when it comes to capital we don't have to actually spend our money yeah we already have the donated equipment yeah. you know and kitchenwares and then uh, people volunteer their time uh, a lot of people want to see Africa mm -hmm. um, so we uh, we put the you know the way we set up the program there's a lot of downtime to actually visit the country uh-huh so they volunteer, but they also get to do get to visit, to visit and see the sites. Yeah, it's a fun time, but also it's a uh, um, you know we do we do work as well. Uh huh. Yeah, and then uh, as I said, the pop ups, you know, we we put the food together. We some some of the foodies, we get um, uh, companies donating the food for us, and so uh, that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so yeah. That the, the, raw the raw materials, yeah. yeah, the ingredients. The ingredients, there you go. Yes. That would yes. that would be what you would call them. <laughs> yes, and also uh, the space is provided as well. Nice. So, uh, um, most most of the time, it's donated. Wow. Yeah. So if you want to get involved, if you think this guy's vision of turning the lives of young people in Kenya in a new direction, you want to get involved, get in touch with him at foodieswithoutborders.org. Mm -hmm. You can donate kitchenware if he's ready to take any. If he yeah, has too yeah, much, he'll yeah. say no. You can donate funds. Yeah. You can come to his pop-ups. Occasionally they have these cool pop-up dinners. Yes. And you can figure out how this is going to make sense for you yeah. uh, to really help um, people on a new pathway forward. Tony, thank you so much for coming in. It's a really much, interesting Judy. conversation. Thank you very much for having me, Judy, and uh, I'm looking forward to come back again. Okay. Yeah, thank you.